Curiosity Daily co-host Cody Goff knows a bunch of ways to make you smarter. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every time. Let's see if he can help a lost cause like the Craig Collins Show. Hey, leave him alone. He doesn't know anything. Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. I'm a lost cause, but Cody Goff is here every single Monday, 5 o'clock to help me out. Cody, how you doing, bud? My New Year's resolution is to make you a found cause, Craig. What's that? I'm going to make you a found cause. Oh, that sounds so exciting. I've never been one in my whole life. I've never been a found cause. Uh, I'm begging people on social media to even go after a cause that I'm a part of. I'll get to that in a bit because you're a social media expert. But you're here to promote Mm -hmm. your podcast, your award-winning podcast, the Curiosity Daily Show. Uh, You guys make us smarter in about 10 minutes every single day, Monday through Friday. Find it on all the podcast platforms including the smart speakers, which is what I prefer, so Cody can wake me up in the morning every single day, telling me uh, interesting things, um, many, many interesting facts. We have, to start, though, <laughs> we have to start, though, with the art of manliness. You guys used an article from theirs on one of your podcasts this past week, um, and, uh, you know, I can't. If you ever quote the art of manliness or use something from them, it'll always be first on the show. Sure, why not? Yeah, we talked about the three-encounter rule. Yep. Do you know the three-encounter rule? I do. You have to meet Craig at least three times before you even sort of like him. This is, this is a, a thing. It, you know, um, a lot of times first impressions aren't so great. Actually, one of my best friends in marching band from college, uh, who ended up being one of my best friends, the first couple times I saw him in marching band, I couldn't stand the guy. <laughs> it was like, this guy is showing up to practice and flip-flops. He's Loud and obnoxious, which ironically is what I am, so I don't know what the problem was. <laughs> but uh, you got to give people time, and this goes to, like, Tinder dates, too. I mean, yeah. How often are you going to have a good first date? If you're me, zero times, because back when I was on Tinder, that never worked well. <laughs> uh, and so always give someone two or three tries, and the three-encounter rule is just a good rule of thumb. Uh, try to give them a few chances, and uh, once you warm up to them, then you can decide if you hate them or not. And if you relate it to the dating world right now because of, like, the Internet and the apps and stuff that exists, you know a lot of stuff about these people that you're going on that first date with. So I think part of the reason they're probably so awkward is you don't want to reveal yet that you've stalked the crap out of their social medias. But by, like, date three, you maybe can know more things forgivably. So maybe that's a part of it, too. This is my own guessing, adding to the research of the great art of manliness a group of human beings, and the curiosity people. So great work, uh, Cody. Uh, what is the... Hey, anytime. I like this title on your podcast, by the way, because I thought it was going to break bad. I felt like it was a CNN headline and it was about to be terrible things. But what is the real effect of paying it forward? The real effect of paying it forward is exactly what it sounds like. It is, this is not some like weird fake news thing. Okay. Uh, researchers did a, did, did a study where they had a bunch of people, basically, I think it was a classroom setting, uh, but it was in a controlled environment, of course, as much research is, and uh, they had people basically do nice things, and the professors and the people monitoring them noticed that not only were other people also doing nice things, uh, but that everybody just felt better in general. So paying it forward has a real psychological effect. If you're the one paying it forward, you feel better. And if you're getting it paid forward, you're going to start paying it forward yourself. So it's a good chain reaction. Uh, it would be really nice if everyone just started doing nice things uh, and turning off CNN and never watching it. Cause it's <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. We don't have to go that hard with our take. I, I love you throwing that at the end there. What does that say about me, by the way, Cody, that I, I read that headline and I immediately expected like something terrible to be the effect of paying it forward? Like, all of a sudden, you, you just have a bad luck streak or something. I don't know what that says about me as a person. 
It's, it's normal, honestly. There's, okay, there's a negativity bias that, that a lot of people have. Um, and most of us, you know, if, if, if I gave you 10 compliments about your radio show mm-hmm. and then said one mildly critical thing, that's the you truth. Only obsessively. Yeah, but Craig, it's not just you. And, and it's just, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's especially true with you. Okay. But with, with most people, that is a real thing. And it happens literally to all of us all the time. Yeah. No matter how many nice things a person says, it's that one negative or even neutral thing that you'll focus on. Mm-hmm. And that's a total regular psychological thing that we regularly touch on in various uh, psychology studies that we talk about on Curiosity Daily. Awesome. Look at that. I'm going to share with you the mean social media thing said about me on a commercial break. I'm not going to do it here just because you're absolutely right that you focus on those things like crazy. Uh, what is the Zoomies and why do our pets get it? So the Zoomies are basically, if you're a dog or cat owner, you may notice that sometimes your pet just starts zipping around the house nonstop, mm-hmm. like just like a just like a lightning bolt zipping around all the time. And believe it or not, there's not a, a large body of research on this. Um, we do answer listener questions on Curiosity Daily, so if you're like really curious about a certain scientific thing, you can write into us at podcastcuriosity.com and we answer it. We did some research, and right now researchers tend to think that it could be a sign of a pet feeling really safe and being able to expend energy at a high amount because they feel safe, they feel like protected, basically, um, because zoomies are also observed in the wild. There's like wild coyotes, wild foxes that, you know, a researcher will be out in the field, you know, checking out these animals, hanging out, and suddenly just start zipping around for some random reason. Wow. So, um so right now it's good to be optimistic about it. Uh, maybe, you know, remove highly breakable glass items from precarious shelves or something if you think your animals can zip around a lot. But it's nothing bad. It's nothing necessarily unhealthy. Um, and uh, that's that's where we're at right now. Uh, hashtag you know, we'll fake news. If there's more research. Yeah, exactly. No, hashtag no way, Cody. I, as soon as you told me that it exists in the wild, too, that would be terrifying if I was in the wild studying like coyotes and they all got the zoomies at the same time. That would that sounds like a horrendous situation to be a part of. They're all just zipping around, looking, making eye contact with me, demonstrating to me that I'm in the wild with them and they're the they're the aggressor. That sounds petrifying. I just got to be honest with you. Um, babies have vision in the womb. This was a whole thing you talked about. So not only here's the thing, we've uh, there's some research, some new research that shows about the development of like fetuses and embryos in the womb, mm-hmm. and what has to do with vision. So like your cells, right? They like you've got you've got cells in your eyes that let in light, and then that goes to the vision processing sure. center of your brain. Yep. But what researchers are finding is that those vision cells that are starting to develop in in the fetus are actually connected to lots of different parts of their developing brains. So not only is vision important for babies just to be able to see in general and like lead and light and things like that, but it also has all these different implications for different parts of the brain, different types of learning. And researchers may be able to use this new information to figure out how the brain is connected in different ways in the future. So it's just kind of a cool, like interesting yeah. research study and, and kind of makes you think about like, huh, you know, our, our brains and our bodies aren't so like, okay, this does that and this does that, but they're really interconnected webs and, and everything affects everything else. Okay. I think I have to go back to the zoomies thing. Cause I don't think you fully appreciated how terrifying it is. We got to try it again, Cody. What animal in the wild would be like the scariest group to get, like we're talking like tigers, lions, elephants. What would be the scariest zoomies group to you? How often do you go to the Democratic Republic of Congo? <laughs> I mean, elephants and lions. Look, like, 
I'm afraid but of sinkholes, Cody, and I don't go to Florida. Did you, did you recently see The Lion King? I did, it's yeah. Like a, I did. I did watch The Lion King very recently. <laughs> that is a thing that I watched. Um, I mean, I think the scariest one would probably be, like, chimpanzees. Oh, right? yeah. Throwing stuff, all of them together. There's usually so many chimpanzees, too. Like, in all honesty, a group of elephants, there's probably, like, four. But chimpanzees, there's going to be, like, 40. Zoomies, that it's so terrifying now. The next time a regular pet does it around me, I'm running screaming out of whatever establishment or home I'm in uh, just because of this uh, conversation now, Cody. Uh, before I let you go... Craig, uh, yeah, go ahead. We well, have, we're talking about cute cats and dogs. How And murderous possibly... elephants. Okay, all right. Either well, or. That's we're at. If you have an elephant, beware the Zoomies. Listener. <laughs> I'm just trying to educate the masses, trying to keep them safe in case they ever go. To an area where once you told me it happens in the wild, my brain is now there for the rest of the show. I don't think I'm going to do any actual show after I let you go. Sure. Um, before I let you go, though, you are a social media expert. Um, you know a lot of the things about social medias. I have been for probably 24 hours now uh, begging our audience, both here on the air as well as on our social media pages, to donate to my charity uh, event. I will be doing a polar plunge here in Illinois at the end of February. I'm jumping into freezing cold water, trying to raise money for the Special Olympics Illinois. Great cause, you know, really great thing. Uh, a coworker of mine has a goal of $1,000, and he's up to like 850 in donations. I have a goal of 100 and I got 20 bucks. Um, I'm just curious, your, your social media expertise, how effective is begging and pleading with our audience? Okay, so to be clear, my social media expertise uh, came before I joined Curiosity. So gotcha. th that's from a totally different career that I had mm -hmm. uh, in, in, before I became a science communicator. Uh, I don't have the data in front of me in terms of how effective <laughs> begging is, but I will give you a life hack, Craig. Right, that we discussed on that we discussed on Curiosity Daily. There are four magic words you can use to getting what you want, uh -huh. and those four magic words are "but you are free." And the context is, you say, oh. hey, I'd love if you could give me 100 bucks, but you are free to decline, or right. but you are free to give less. And what that does is that gives the person the option of basically saying no, so that they don't feel like they're being forced to say, like, oh, yes or no. You're basically saying, it's okay if you say no, but, you know, it'd be great if you do this. So you can use this in any context. Uh, I would love you to go, you know, get me a Diet Coke from the fridge while you're up, but you are free to not do that. Okay. Uh, hopefully, whoever you're asking would do that anyway. That's a very bad example. <laughs> no, but I'm writing. I'm writing better examples. I'm writing my fifth social media post of the day right now, and I'm adding. But you are free not to at the end of it. Thank you, Cody Goff, co-host of the Curiosity Daily Podcast. Uh, you are. You're. By the way, you're just a better professional than me. I went rogue, and you brought it right back to the actual topic at hand and your expertise. That was like you deserve an applause for the way that you brought all that back on topic. So way to go, bud. Uh, I look forward to talking Thanks, to you again uh, next Monday. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, maybe donate to my polar plunge, Cody. I know you got some cash. You're winning some podcasts over there. Nope, well, he's I'm got. Free not to, correct? <laughs> right. Oh, wait, you're you're totally free not to. It'd be totally fine if you didn't. Did I go too far? Nah, we're good. Perfect, buddy. Talk to you soon. Look forward to having you on next Monday.